Hello everyone, welcome to my podcast and thank you very much for listening. We will begin very shortly, so stay tuned. When it comes to the media we consume, they tend to be geared towards one gender at a time. You got your sports and action movies for the manliest of men, and you have the relatable fashion and talk shows for all the ladies out there. However, I would like to argue that any show, no matter what your gender is, you can enjoy it no matter what. And I figure what would be a better example of media enjoyed by the opposite gender than by looking at the most that a mostly male fandom that greatly enjoyed a show geared towards girls. My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. You're listening to the Generic College Podcast, a place where we are going to discuss hot topics related to gender in the modern world. Hell, my name is Eric. My name is Eric. I'm your typical straight black male college student, and I also happen to like a cartoon featuring rainbow ponies who sing about how good friendship is. That is a mostly accurate description of one of my favorite shows. But I'm also interested in talking about gendered media and why watching something not expected of you is so weird to everybody. Stay tuned. We're going to have a good time here. Before I get into the nitty gritty of things, I bet half of you are either wondering just what is this guy blabbering about or, oh god, I thought that whole thing was fake. Was it actually real? First of all, yes it was. Second of all, I'm glad you asked, because I feel it's a little important to give both sides some context before I dive deep into the hot topics. So here's a little history lesson for you. My Little Pony Friendship is Magic began airing on the formerly named Hub Network, which is now called Discovery Family. It was created by Lauren Faust, who you may remember for Powerpuff Girls or Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. And it ran from October 10th, 2010 to October 12th, 2019 for a good long nine seasons. It stars a unicorn named Twilight Sparkle and her five friends, Applejack, Fluttershy, Pinkie Pie, Rainbow Dash, Rarity, and Rarity, as they venture through the magical land of Equestria to learn about the magic of friendship. So... It's a show based off of an old toy line where talking ponies talk about friendship, and one is literally named after the color pink. This show, as you, as you probably would have guessed, would never last long, and the people on 4chan.org would agree with that statement. It was a, it was basically a ridiculous plot that, ev- that everyone on that website laughed, laughed off at some as just another corporate cash grab to just capitalize on, on what's the word I'm looking for? A nostalgia. <laughs> uh, although some some of those guys on there just looked at it as like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if we just watched it just as a joke? And they did. And turns out that. Turns out that the show had a lot of clever writing, relatable characters, and, at the time, really great animation. 
that they started watching more of the show until they until they eventually told their friends. And thus, 222 episodes of theatrical movie, a comic line that's still going, several spin-offs were all born. And if in case you were expecting something more, that is literally it. People on, on a on a forum website saw the joke and that's how it got spreaded. I was disappointingly expected expecting more. <laughs> uh, According to a according to a web, I actually looked up this this information on a website called Know Your Meme, which is basically a, basically a source for everything weird on the internet. They state on on their on their uh, part about about My Little Pony Friendship Magic that after the second episode aired on October twenty second, threads about Pony started to boom on 4chan, gaining the show fans outside of its target demographic. Since then, the, fam- the fandom has ex- exploded across the internet. It really is as simple as people on the internet making fun of it, watching it as a joke, and that all leading it to nine seasons, dozens of conventions around the world, and a loud fanbase that's still alive to this day. Despite the art style and writing that can be enjoyed by anyone, the admittedly childish first season and the fandom's reputation made it out to just be another girl show, and any man who watches it would seen as freaks who should just man up and stop watching dumb cartoons. Well, it just so happens that I have several guests who are fans of the show, and I can assure you they are not freaks. You'll get to hear me talk to them in the next part. So, Brony is the fan name given to the male fans of the show. They also have a name for the female fans called Pegasister, but people usually call them Bronies too. Either way, they were quite the hot topic when news, when news sites learned about them. Sites like The Guardian, who, who say that most people who hear about Bronies consider the group either ridiculous or creepy. Were they just weirdos into an old girl toy line from the 80s? Creeps who hit the jackpot when it came to kids shows they can exploit? Or were they really just fans who liked the show? Those first two, those first two might be true, but ma- but the majority really did love the show, unironically, and just, and just so happened to be an interest pe- people found weird. Want proof? I've interviewed two of my friends and asked them several questions about their experience with the show. How their friend, how their friends and, and family reacted to them liking it, and what they think about gendered media. My first guest to the show is Justin, a longtime friend since high school and an enthusiast for American animations. While he does love the show as much as I do, don't expect him to sing its high praises about it in public. When I ask him my questions, this is what he has to say. So, Justin, how did you first start watching the show? So, my brother, he was a brony at first, and he always watched the show, but I didn't want anything to do with it at first. Then one day, I did something to him. I can't even remember what, like I broke something of his, or he caught me sneaking around in his room. So he told me, Justin, 
I am going to tell mom what you did unless you watch this show with me. And it was either get ratted out, it was either get in trouble with mom or watch this show about ponies. <laughs> so I chose the latter. And it just stuck with me. It surprisingly stuck with me. And what was funny was I started doing more and more. Whenever I angered my brother, he'd always give me the same choice. Either I'm going to tell mom or you can watch an episode of My Old Pony. So I actually started doing things to annoy my brother just to get him to show me more episodes. <laughs> yeah, so, and, and actually, like, besides your brother, obviously, like, have you ever told your family about liking the show? And, like, if yes, what did they say? And if no, why not? Uh, it's always been a real touchy subject about, yeah, it's been difficult who I choose to tell about the show. How I li- or how much I like the show. Uh, the only family member I really told was my mother because, uh, again, going to my brother, he and some other friends were going to go see one of the movies that was premiering, and uh, I couldn't go. And there was already too many people going, so I couldn't go. And it was basically it was a TV. It was being aired on TV, and I wanted to see it. So I told mom the night of that I wanted that I was a fan of the show just so I could get her out of the living room so I could watch this alone. And yeah, I never really felt comfortable with telling other people. I always thought about telling them, but never really came up and never really saw the purpose why and just never got around to it. Is that was that because? Is that because, like, people would think negatively of you? Yeah, that's definitely it. No doubt about it, because as much as I hate to admit it, before I started watching the show, I made fun, I made fun of my own brother for it. And, yeah, it's, it's hypocritical. I'm not proud of it. If anything, I should... If anything... Yeah. Did you at least eventually, like, tell any like this is like my third question like did anybody like think negatively of you when they actually did find out you watched the show not really to be honest that's what's really ridiculous about it all (laughs) Hmm. all right and i guess besides my little pony is there any form any other form of media geared towards females that you consume uh any other yeah like any like shows or like or like movies that you watch Anything like that? Huh. Like anything not My Little Pony. That's ne- that's targeted mostly towards females, you say? Yeah. Hmm. Uh. Can't say anything specifically towards females, no. Okay, and uh, what are your thoughts on people liking media media outside their gender demographic? Honestly, there's lots of things that I like that I feel like somebody my like my gender, age, or sexuality would. There's things I like that people wouldn't normally label with somebody with my with my various demographics. So, really, honestly, I think it just comes down to if you like something, you like something. 
so in other words, like if, if it's some if it's something anyone likes, they, they might they might as well just enjoy it. Yeah, I guess you could say that. That's probably the best way of saying it. Hmm. Alright, well thank you, Justin. Yeah, sure thing. My second guest to the show is Ben. He's someone I met a couple years back when I went to a pony convention in Tampa, and we've been friends since. Unlike Justin, who's more laid back about the show, Ben will wear his love for the show in public, literally by wearing the shirt of, of his favorite character, Rainbow Dash. This is what he had to say about it. So, Ben, how did you first started watching the show? Well, back in uh, 2013, I started uh, watching it after... I uh, met a friend in high school who was obsessed with the show, and uh, turns out a whole bunch of other people in that school was as well. I was like, why are you guys watching that? What is good, so good about this show? Because not only that, seeing it all over the internet as well. So I just decided sit down, watch an episode, like, eh, not bad. And, well, seven years later, I still like it. Alright, and have you and have you told your family about liking this show? And if yes, what did they say? And if no, why not? Uh, yeah, of course. Um, they uh don't really care. Uh, I told them about it, and it was a little surprising for them at first because you know who likes My Little Pony <laughs> besides children? So it was a little out there for them at first, but after like a week, no, everyone just stopped caring about it. And it just became a thing for me. One of my favorite things to watch. Alright. And did anyone think negatively of you when when they found out that you watched watched the show? I wouldn't say negative, no. But uh, a few of my friends uh, tease me and everything, you know. How, you know, friends always just sit and tease each other about things. But yeah, that was my life for just a little bit. And after that... After the friendly teasing was done, it was pretty much just everything was normal. Nothing changed, really. Yeah, and you would say that, like, nobody really, like, said anything bad about about you liking it? Oh, no, absolutely not. Maybe some random trolls on the internet, but, you know, that's the internet for you. I never got offended by it. <laughs> All right. Uh, is there, any, like, any other, like, form of media geared towards females that you consume? Not particularly. Not really. Um, I guess... I think I've said it before. I guess you can kind of count the Powerpuff Girls when I was younger, but at the same time, it was kind of geared towards everybody because of how it was and how it was written and everything. So can't really say that I've kind of really indulge in anything else that's geared towards a female demographic. I guess with with what you said about Powerpuff Girls, you can say that, like, that your thoughts, like, like, what are your thoughts on people liking media outside of their gender range? I think people should enjoy whatever it is they enjoy. I don't think, I, I think that demographics are fine, and uh, from a business perspective, you have to have demographics, but that doesn't mean that a person outside that demographic can't enjoy a certain uh, form of media. Because that's just, I find that to be closed-minded and just unnecessary. 
should people shouldn't be uh, forbidden from enjoying something they uh, like because they're outside the demographic. Yeah, because like you, like like you wear you basically wear your wear your love of the show like on your shirt, literally. <laughs> yeah, no, I have a bunch of shirts, and honestly, I wear the shirts all the time, and no one cares. No one even really, nobody bats an eye. So it is kind of nice to see that people don't re- nowadays don't really have an issue with, especially uh, adults and adult males liking show- cartoons for children or young females. Hmm. All right. Thank you for that. Wonderful. One thing we can gather from those guys is that they both love the show and feel that people should be able to enjoy whatever they like, no matter how out of their gender range it is. However, they both know not everyone agrees and will either look at them funny or tease them for their interests. And while Ben doesn't mind sharing his his love of the show in public, Justin holds the fear of family members or friends learning about it and would he even tell anyone about it. My guests gave gave great opinions on the whole matter of gendered media, although I would be remiss if I didn't give give my two cents on the matter, since I'm the one who brought it up in the first place. In the next section, I'll tell you my story and talk a little more about gendered media, so stay tuned. I want to start by telling the audience how I got into the show. I started watching it during the summer of 2013. I made some friends who watched the show in high school and laughed at all the memes and jokes they showed me. But that was where it stopped for me. Then one day I got bored and decided to watch every episode up to that point, and the rest was history. But I wouldn't be talking about this show if, if it weren't just because I thought it was fun. This show is special to me. When I first confessed to my dad that I was watching this show, being the masculine father he is, he was pretty disappointed that I would waste my time watching girly cartoons and should instead watch the adult drama shows and sports he does. I still watched the show despite what he he told me, and he tended to blame a lot of the mishaps and my cowardness to that show's existence. Made me wonder a lot of times if I should should bother to watch to watch shows like that to begin with. Though, having watched the show for almost seven years, so much has changed in my life. I gained more confidence, I went to many different conventions in Florida, I once traveled to Seattle, Washington to a convention without any adults, made plenty of different friends, met the voice actors and my favorite characters, and above all that, I discovered my passion for writing stories, and I'm now working hard to one day become a writer myself. So maybe I can create the same characters of the same kind of characters people look up to. All this because I fell in love with a sh- with a show about ponies. Needless to say, this show helped me out when I was in the dark. But I'm not the only one. Many others gained success from this show, not just the people who work on it. If you took five minutes to see what this sh- fandom has have done. You will find countless artists, animators, musicians, just yeah, musicians, writers, and YouTubers who jump-started their careers by by making endless amount of content. 
people gain friends, partners in life, and whatever other bright future you can imagine. So why again do shows like this get a bad rap? Well, it's simple, really. Media has taught us that being a guy and liking girly stuff are for wimps or gays. That a real man should like violence, hot women, guns, and any other fourth thing you find in your typical testosterone-filled action movie. For this part, let me refer to a, to a section in the Gendered Lives textbook written by Natalie Fitzmaurice, sorry if I get that name wrong, and Julia T. Wood, where they state the following. Majority of men on primetime television are independent, strong, aggressive, and in charge. Popular films such as Captain America Civil War, Jason Bourne, and The Legend of Tarzan present extreme stereotypes of masculinity. Tough, independent, confident, totally in control of all emotions, and above all, and above all in no way feminine. Now, how does this relate to MLP? Basically, when people see other men watching and liking a show that doesn't look manly, their gut reaction is, Oh, why are you watching such a girly show? Or, what are you, gay? I mean, how dare you watch, watch a show for girls because you find it interesting. We're gonna laugh at you and pressure you into becoming what society expects from you. Because what would a historically strong man get from watching girly ponies sing about their emotions? I mean, yeah. It's a shame that mindset is still around. I want to take a moment to bring up an 11-year-old boy named Marco Morones. Like, also sorry if I get that name wrong. Who once attempted to take his own life, all because a few kids made fun of him for watching a show marketed towards girls. But not only did he recover greatly, but his family started a foundation to help other kids like him. And when the Brony com and when the Brony community heard about it, not only did they help fund the foundation, but they sent him numerous cards of support and even got the voice actresses to tell him how just how strong he really was. In my experience, I've never met a group of fans more inviting, more accepting of others, and willing to help others like this one sure, like this one sure it's not all sunshine and rainbows but really what fan base is the fact that people turn down this show for its girly appearance and chastise others for liking it is just sad i don't think it's i don't think that's fair if you like a sh if you like something that you, if you like something that you are passionate about you shouldn't get like you shouldn't get discouraged because people don't think it's okay. I mean, don't think just because people think it's weird. So, if you thought about like, hmm. I'm just saying that I'm just saying that like as long as not as long as he's not hurting any as you're not hurting anyone, you should be fine with what with what you like. No matter what people say about you, no matter what people say is like, uh, that's not that's not for your demographic. He's like, no, just ignore them. Like you should just watch what you like. So if you thought about watching it but was put off at first, give it a try. If you still refuse to watch it, at least try to understand why 
people would like like this kind of show. And if you're still and if you're embarrassed by watching the show, don't be. Be happy that you have something to enjoy. And hmm. either way, that's the end of my spiel, and it took a lot out of me to talk about it, and even more to consider putting it out for the whole internet to hear. But in the end, all I can say is that I have no regrets becoming a brony. This show has helped me numerous of times, and if I had the option of going back in time and like, and like, changing anything. Well, I tell myself to to be a bit more open about it, but I wouldn't change anything about that one summer in 2013. But that's a different story for something else. With that, this podcast is coming to an end. So... What did we learn from all of this? That men can have some pretty weird interests. But that's fine. Everyone likes something they're not supposed to because society said so. Men should like manly stuff and women should like womenly stuff, they would say. But nowadays, media can be enjoyed by anyone, no matter what it's made for. Sure, it may be off-putting to think, to think at first, but I implore people I implore the people listening to keep an open mind and watch whatever watch whatever you like, no matter what anyone says. So if you did enjoy this podcast, I implore you to let me know. I'd be interested in doing more more of these if the audience wants to hear my voice more. That is, if I can get a better microphone, because talking to my computer mic is not the way to go. <laughs> Either way. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. And always remember, friendship is magic.